1: Family, friends, fans, and foes, this time Talents again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I am your host today, and uh, we got a great show for you. But before we get to the show, you know what you got to do? Hit us up on all the social media spots. You know where you got to go. Go to the Twitter at TNW Pod. Hit us up on the old Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast at Instagram thing.com, whatever it is. Uh, hit us up on talkingwrestling at gmail.com if you have an email or whatever you want to give. Or uh, check us out on Facebook at uh, Facebook box slash Talkin wrestling. Um, with that said, if you're on Spotify, follow us on Spotify, listen to us on Spotify, rate us on Spotify. Uh, Talking Wrestling, very simple to find. Um, also, uh, if you're on the iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, give us a favorable review and a five star rating. And we will send you a postcard from 1984 or 83. I can't even remember the year, but I say it every week. You know it, you know. You want that postcard? Admit it. You want that postcard? You're like, of who? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, Johnny Valiant. How would you like a postcard of the Boogie Woogie Man? And then you put it on your shelf, and the kids will look up and say, Dad, why do you have a homeless-looking fella on the on the kitchen kitchen uh, fridge? And and he'll and 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 he'll say who the fuck's this feller? You know his uh you know anyways, the, the boogie woogie man is available. Uh, now, with that said, um, today is by no surprise. Every year, um, we do the big review of the big four. We don't do the reviews every minute something happens. We do reviews uh, when the the big things happen: Survivor Series and WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble, and uh, SummerSlam. And, of course, uh, even though I am in Calgary, uh, I usually do these reviews with my roommate, but my roommate now was last week's guest, so we can't have him here because he was just here, but he's here anyways up in his room. I told him to stay there. And uh, because a phone call away is my roommate, who I know is at home, not doing anything, probably skipping dishes because that's what he does. (laughs) <laughs> and I know that uh, things are going all right, and I know he's here right now. So on the show, it's my favorite guy. It's your favorite guy, Jeff McHenry. How you doing, Jeff? I'm good. How are you, Casey? It's, uh, it's been a while. I'm great. Things are things are good. I'm. It feels like this tour I booked is forever. And yes,
0: I don't know how you. I've done seven weeks on the road, and I was cross-eyed by the end of it. You're uh, like in the middle of a tour months run so how
1: are you holding up i'm doing all right i'm doing all right and uh it's going pretty good it's like you know uh i'm i we've hit the peak of the mountain which was the tour was sort of designed to peak at uh norm mcdonald weekend where i'd get to do some spots and uh get to hang out with norm again much like last year which was fantastic and uh you know, I just, I want to ask him to be on the podcast, but at the same time, I don't want to be that guy. And, um, but we did talk some wrestling. He was asking me what I thought of Chris Jericho. And uh, okay. yeah, and I was like, oh, that was interesting. But why Chris Jericho? Or like, there's so many things. Like, he's such a big uh, question mark or an enigma. Like, he's just, he's so uh, peculiar and interesting. But at the same time, he's like the greatest comic ever in my mind. And uh, none of that, like the role model of everything that I tried to be in comedy. Of course, I've failed miserably and come short of the bar. But <laughs> the fact is, I get to do shows. I wouldn't with say him.
0: that. I think you're a better. You're a way better comic than Chris Jericho. Uh, Don't say <laughs> that. Case.
1: I would say better comic than Dolph Ziggler as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might have better wrestling puns than Finn Balor, but I, I won't say that for sure. Um, but I will say that uh, it's cool that I get to, you know, be on a show with him and get to perform on the same stage with him. And, you know, and I think that to me is, you know, as a guy who started out just because I wanted to be like Norm MacDonald. And now I know Norm and we get to be friends or acquaintances more or less. And, and you know, and I just think it's – it's fantastic. Like, to me, that's better than a festival credit. It's, you know, it's just cool as fuck, I think. But anyway, that's not even about wrestling. Um, but I did want to pitch him, like, the similarities between the WWE hierarchy and the Saturday Night Live hierarchy and ask him, like, because, like, we sort of know what happens in the WWE where, you know, like, they have all these spots on this TV show, and you can be – Uh, this spot or you can be this spot or you can be this spot but everybody wants to be the top spot you know like norm held the fucking intercontinental title of saturday live he was the weekend update that's the spot that you want that might even be the world title equivalency you know it's the spot where the show stops actually yes it's the bruno root fucking world it's the bruno world title belt because it was always at the middle of the show like bruno always wrestled before the intermission so that's what it's like as far as I'm concerned. Like you are the weekend update guy. Everybody knows who you are on the show, but everybody might not know who, you know, all the second players are. Is that fair an assessment? Yes. Yeah, cuz I know you're a big SNL guy too. So um but yeah, so I would want him, I would want him to come on the show and talk about that and also ask him was there anything like because he was in the Andy Kaufman movie. So I want to ask him if there was any, if he had any interaction with Andy and Jerry Lawler or, and what his opinions on where that whole mess that happened. Mm-hmm. So that's all wrestling related as well. But, uh. Yeah, is he still in town? No, he's gone. But, um, he's, he's, um, you know, I, it's not like I don't have access to him. Mm-hmm. I can always pitch it to him and, uh, and see what he's had. So hold on, <laughs> um, Alex. If you can edit out that cough, uh, you can do that. The big. I'm talking right now to the big boss man. But if it doesn't happen, it's just you know, the weed's really good in Calgary. Anyways, um, Jeff, we're here to discuss the uh, Survivor Series. First of all, did you watch Takeover?
0: Uh, I watched a bit of uh, Takeover. I have trouble now nowadays with uh I guess because of, uh, you know, the way we are with our phones and stuff. Yeah, their ten- their attention spans are even shorter. So, when I go in knowing that there's going to be like two minute matches, I'm like, yeah. Um. So I watched the women's match, and I uh, uh, what other match? Finn Balor versus. Uh, Somebody, Matt Riddle. I watched that. Okay. And then I watched. uh, I fast-forwarded
1: through the men's match. Mm -hmm. I I didn't see any of Takeover. I have not. Like I've been behind the because I've been hanging out and doing shows all weekend. I've been I've had no time to watch any of the wrestling. Uh, The only thing I watched was like, I watched. You just spent five minutes name dropping Norm McDonald. You don't have to do it over again. I did name drop. I only said his name once. And, you know, but anyway, sorry. Okay. Well, Matt Billen was there too from Get the Fuck Out of Here, (laughs) the hot new podcast (laughs) that I encourage you, if you're a conspiracy fan, you want to tune in to Get the Fuck Out of Here. Uh, with yes, Matt it's Billing. all
0: about conspiracy theories. I mean, it, you've been talking to him all week about how Montreal was at work, weren't I,
1: you? I've been pitching it to him. I was like, how about doing a wrestling one? On, I know I've got all the footage in mind to cut it together with you. We can do this together. I just want to put it all together as one big conspiracy and not have my name on it. Um, <laughs> because when Bret Hart sees that Matt and Owen Hart's number one fan when he was eight years old, uh, <laughs> uh you know who knew Owen throughout his entire life uh when he you know yeah when he double crosses you <laughs> you know he'll feel like owen himself i screwed brat brat you know like it'll be fantastic uh, i imagine if we did that that would be fantastic he's gone back to the middle east um to uh to partake in formula one so anyway um yeah, I didn't see any takeover, but I did watch that uh, Survivor Series. But I also watched. Yeah,
0: takeover was it was good, not great. It was uh, one of uh yeah. Well, they're all going to be her, on the. Takeover standards. It wasn't uh, the best. Um, Kevin Owens got a big uh, surprise pop for. Uh, yeah. Coming, coming in. in. Yeah, and I thought for sure he was going to just fast forward a bit. I thought he was going to turn on a raw. Um, Later on, because I really think you know, now that NXT is won, mm-hmm. finally they finally won a ratings battle. I thought for sure it's like okay, now we're going to get more more mainstream guys down there. So I thought for sure Kevin Owens was going back to NXT, but uh, apparently not. So
1: no, no, and and you know, I think that was done for a reason too. Also, was just to create that tension at Survivor Series. Um, yeah uh okay hold on one second there's a there's a dog that i have to dog sit here and you can hear him fucking tap dancing in the back and i have to let him out because he's i have to let him out so just jeff just talk to the jeff just talk just talk to the people about wrestling for two more minutes and uh and i'll be back in one second i'm not far from the door this is so fucking awkward but the dog's like looking at me like dude come on
0: everybody this is jeff McHenry. uh i'm Casey corbin's uh roommate uh i haven't spoken to him and uh since he's been on the road which has been five weeks apparently since then uh he's hung out with norm mcdonald do you know that he knows norm mcdonald if you didn't know that casey knows norm mcdonald casey will tell you that he knows norm mcdonald but <laughs> he doesn't want to brag about knowing norm mcdonald also he's picked up a mysterious fucking dog for some reason along the way I don't know whose it is. It could be Norm McDonald's dog. Did you know Casey knows Norm McDonald? Uh,
1: okay, guys I, guys? I heard what you were saying, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, first of all, <laughs> I let the dog out. and That's right, I let the dog out. and um, The fucking dog, I went to get him a treat because I know he's got to go to the washroom. He, he sees me get the treat, then he wants to come back in. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dog. So now I just have him. I'm not even sitting down yet because... All right, the dog's going number two. This is the greatest episode of talking Wrestling ever, isn't it?
0: it... Yeah, it's been wonderful. We've covered no matches, and a dog is taking a shit. That's that's, that's what we've got. That
1: that sounds like the description of this episode. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you like no matches and a dog taking a shit, they're like, well, that sounds like the current Uh, WWE product. Um,
0: Well, we're usually better when we just do stuff like this instead of talking about, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. the work rate. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I wanted to talk even before we get to uh, the Survivor Series. I wa- mm-hmm. I'm I'm not all the way through yet, but I'm three quarters through the Undertaker uh, Stone Cold interview, or is it a talk between Mark Calloway and Steve Williams? You tell me. But mm-hmm. did you see this interview?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, phenomenal. It's really really well done, Austin is uh such a good interviewer he's
1: very very good well he gets drunk um like <laughs> i love when that. he does the shot of whiskey and then the camera pines on him and he looks down at him like he's not he's it's like you know he's not as big as the undertaker but somehow he can still manage to look down at him by turning it like tilting his head back and he gives that stone cold glare you know and he but he's not being mean. That's just the way he looks, but it looks very intimidating. Like, let's do a shot. All right, that hits the right spot. Yeah, that was great. And then there's a little stare down, and it's kind of awkward. And then they go back <laughs> into the wrestling talk. But...
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's very good, and Undertaker's very candid, and they told some funny stories. And, yeah, it was, it was it was excellent. And I'm glad that he's back to doing that stuff. Yeah, just because Dean Ambrose... <laughs> <laughs> An interview to save his fucking life doesn't mean well. He, he I know under Steve Austin. Now that's
1: not true because when Dean Ambrose was on Jericho's podcast, it was one of the best ones ever. I don't oh, think the pressure was on. There was whole thing was like, you know, Ambrose. Ah, it was just it was just a weird interview. Like it was just fucked up. I I don't even I couldn't even explain it. But uh we've all seen it. But this was fantastic because first of all, it wasn't even the Undertaker it was just mark halloway telling his story and you know nobody's like he said uh if you ever met me and i was in black i was in character like yeah. he's like i was never out of character for 6 or 7 years and i was like oh he was out of character when he introduced himself to me <laughs> you know yeah he said i'm mark halloway <laughs> you know so i was like i know so i'm i feel very privileged like despite the awkwardness of that moment here comes that fucking dog oh it's not even coming in but i feel uh, the the you know the despite the awkwardness of that moment of meeting the undertaker and how my what my friend said uh made it awkward uh i feel very privileged that i was probably one of the very few that actually got to meet him out of character that was not in the business yes so how about that for a name drop? <laughs> you and, and hundreds of ring rats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Over if the years. I don't know if it was a ring rat um, that was there that night. I just know it was someone for companionship and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I've decided cuz you know, you know what like, you know um Once I get, once I watch something, then I start making up stories in my head of, like, when I want to, like, for example, I'm driving to Brandon, Manitoba, and you know, I just, I'm thinking about, oh, well, what if I go to a gas station, I just look over, and there's Brock Lesnar filling up his fucking Tesla Cybertruck, you know, and you're like, that wouldn't happen because it doesn't take gas, you fucking idiot, but it's my story, Jeff. (laughs) Um... The whole point is I'm hoping to run into Brock on the way because I'm going to pass his house at some point. I just don't know when or where. But <laughs> I know he lives off like the, the, the highway somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> somewhere in between Manitoba <laughs> and Alberta lies uh-huh. the property of Brock Lesnar. There you go. That's
0: so, some rock-solid intel you've got there. I know Brock Lesnar. <laughs> lives in between two provinces somewhere off a highway
1: and I have to drive that entire highway (laughs) so that's what's happening next week the search for Brock Lesnar you're more likely to find a Bigfoot I bet but um, regardless I do think he would have a Tesla Cybertruck I do do think that a lot of people think he wouldn't but after seeing some recent pictures of the hats that he's wearing and the vests look like he's attending Oktoberfest but he's not (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm like that guy would definitely drive a Cybertruck uh, so he would also drive a Dodge Ram so anyway uh, the interview with the Undertaker was fantastic uh, but there were some parts that made me think of you is like uh, where two times you know like one time he's like Danny Spivey kicked the shit out of the Road Warriors in a Skyscrapers versus Road Warriors match and mm-hmm. he was thought for sure in his mind that um, the road warriors were going to come backstage and start a fight with them, so he was all ready to fucking go at the road warriors. <laughs> and he goes, "I just built it up in my brain like that that was going to happen." I was like, "Oh, that sounds familiar." Um, <laughs> and then the next one was even sounded even more uh, Jeffrey, <laughs> as uh-huh. like, where he was like, "Well, I was watching wrestling. I was at home, and they had an egg on there for Survivor Series." And I thought, oh no, I'm gonna be the Egg Man. They're gonna shave me bald and make me hairless, and I'm gonna be the Egg Man, and my fucking career's gonna be over in like two months.
0: I like how you think the Undertaker has the same anxiety disorder as I have. He I said that. He that. said
1: thinking about the eggs, <laughs> the Egg Man, made him sick to his fucking stomach. am <laughs> this is? I'm, I'm laughing. I'm should, I should not even be laughing at this, but it's just. I was like, oh my God, that's, you know, and I've got all worked up before stories that I've made up in my mind too. So I'm not one to talk, but, but it's, um, you know, I find that it happens more often with you than it does with me. So, um. Yes. Where I think people are mad at me all the time. Yes. Yes. I've never worried
0: about being an egg man though. Well, you don't know that you put that thought there.
1: No, but you did You did throw out half of the honey because you thought that our landlady would notice that none of the honey was eaten from the previous Christmas gift. So we're not going to get a next Christmas gift because she's going to evict us because we don't like her honey. That That is true. That is, <laughs> that is a real thought that I had. I was like, where would the fucking honey go? Oh, I threw way through half it out So she'd think we were going to, well, now we're going to get more honey. <laughs> You know it's on the way. It'll be there when I get back. I bet. So that's right. Just in time for honey season. Um, Go. Let's
0: get to this shitty pay per view. Yeah,
1: let's get to the shitty pay per view, man. Okay, so here we. Did you think it was shitty?
0: Yes, I didn't like it at all. We
1: we Um, missed we missed a a battle royal, uh, or no, what was that? The the tag team. We missed a tag team battle royal. um, So that would have been great for you because you would have missed heavy machinery. Uh, which you hate, anyways, but I uh, do. but apparently Dolph Ziggler and uh, and uh, Robbie Rude, um, they won. So, uh, but apparently it wasn't a great match, from what I've heard. And uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Lilo Rush, uh, who was banished from Raw uh, because he wasn't good enough of sidekick for Bobby Lashley. Turns out Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley wanted to fuck his sidekick. So, uh, he, he's with Lana now, um, now, uh, sadly enough, uh, he beat two great wrestlers or one. I like, uh, the Japanese dude. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Akira Tazawa. Tazawa, Yeah. He's great. And, um, and yeah, but, but whatever. Kalisto so the, is the other one. Yeah. Kali, yeah. Kalisto. That's it. But the, you know, um, but uh little rush is wins and, uh. And NXT wins, so that's the first NXT win. Viking Raiders versus Undisputed Era versus The New Day. Uh, what happened there, Jeff? Do you know who won that? Uh, I do know who won that uh, because I'm a giant wrestling fan
0: and I watched this match uh, with uh, with a keen eye. And by that I mean I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. <laughs> uh, the Viking Raiders uh, won, and just a memorable a memorable
1: match oh yeah 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 it's uh so this is the beginning of the triple brand uh where they're really well actually the last match was both of them were but this is the first raw where nxt you know now they get takeover and they get survivor series but um it's cool because they've they've jumped up they're no longer the minor leagues they're now big league players And uh, it's time to get some of these guys over on the main roster. Even though, despite the fact that they're kind of small compared to some of the main event guys. But, like, when you see the uh, SmackDown team later on, although these are not the NXT guys, but it's, like, uh, Corbin, uh, Roman, and uh, Braun Strowman. And then it dips with, like, Shorty Gable and uh, uh, maybe Kalisto? I don't know. Somebody else that's short. But um, it's just the size difference is crazy. But, you know, when you see Chompa is a big guy, but when you compare him to Randy Orton, eh, he's, he falls short a little bit. But, yeah. however, Undisputed Era are all great wrestlers, and that's what they bring to the table. And I do think Adam Cole definitely has uh, that Shawn Michaels quality. All right, dog's coming in. Go ahead and talk on that.
0: <laughs> you had to get the dog again. For God's sakes. Hi, hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Jeff McHenry of uh, jeffmchenry.com. You can go to jeffmchenry.com to look at the uh, staggering amount of shows I don't have coming up. Uh, I believe I have three in uh, December, uh, uh, one in January, and then the coast is clear. So
1: what what are, you, what, are talk, what are you what are you talking what are you talking why you're looking for bookings <laughs> i said talk about the match talk about that i said what
0: i said oh, yeah don't so even worry Brisco about it did a top wrist lock it was fucking fascinating did
1: you say briscoe did a top wrist lock no i
0: said calisto
1: oh i thought you're have you been watching nwa power um it turns out jim, i tried jim...
0: to watch it and then i got bored with it
1: yeah once they fired Cornette, you got bored with it
0: <laughs> don't talk about the fact that i <laughs> i like jim Cornette. yeah right? you you I already you, have very you, little
1: bookings you already lost don cherry you already lost don cherry and then you lost jim Cornette, and you're like "Fuck, what's next is jim ross going next
0: <laughs> you know you know what a big bill peters fan i am too yeah so
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the
0: sacred cows are getting taken down
1: Oh yeah, exactly um, So the pay-per-view starts The women's match comes out And I gotta tell you um, I love oxa uh, and Kairi Sane And everything that they've done to make them a better tag team And uh, they're fantastic And Rhea Ripley I'm not a big fan of her hair do you? But fuck she's a big girl Like not a big girl, yeah, but like
0: she's a, she's a star, yeah.
1: Well, she matches up well with Shayna Brazler, who later on Oh well, fuck, how great was that? Um but let's talk about this uh this match. It's um it's funny they have I Charlotte.
0: Could, I could hear the dog's tail wagging. Oh the it's fucking dog, it,
1: his nails aren't cut, so he gonks across the floor and it sounds like he's fucking goddamn <laughs> Gregory Hines. You know? It's like fuck off with your tap dancing. So just...
0: <laughs> Gregory Hines there's a 30 year old reference for everybody at
1: you fucking tell me a better tap dancer than Gregory Hines That's not and you're gonna have to go older all right you'll be like Sammy Davis Jr yeah that's older Jeff yes Fred Astaire yes Fred Astaire way way older now yes. fuck off Molly go upstairs so <laughs> um so yeah so to see Charlotte in on the same team with Sarah Logan. Fuck, I didn't know where they dug her up. When did she come back? Um mm-hmm. where was where was Alexa? I guess she hurt. Um but I think that I think Oxa is just brilliant. Um the sprain of the mist, but you know to see the NXT girls come up, okay? Bianca Belair, maybe I was wrong about her. You know,
0: yeah, she's good. She's just green, uh, but she's a great athlete. and Yeah, she'll be a good wrestler.
1: And uh, and who else was on the? the oh, of course, of course. Uh, what's her name? Rhea Ripley was fantastic. Uh, the, what's her name? Uh, Candice uh, Candice LeRae. Great job. Like, I just think all the women did a great job in this match. And uh,
0: yeah, this was probably the best match of the night. I thought.
1: Yeah. Oh, and of course. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, fucking Tony Storm. Yellow, hello. Thank you. Thank you for, you know... We at this summer. She wasn't on SummerSlam. She wasn't on any of the WWE shows. I met her in an indie show. And now, all of a sudden, she's on the Survivor Series team of women. And, you know, she's fucking fantastic. So, um, you know, I just... uh, Yeah, I thought the whole match was... I thought the whole match was good. And even the people that we normally don't think are good, we're all good in the match. Like, you know, Dana Brooke had a good showing. So, you know, um, there was a few flubs here and there, like where they went to uh, do that Nikki Cross move where she puts the girl inside the apron and then beats on her. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Candice LeRae came out a little too far and didn't get in the apron or something like that. But anyways, just little things like that. But it's still a great match. Uh, yeah, probably one of the best, the best way to start it. So then the next match, we got AJ versus Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura, which is funny because two of these guys uh, were in Japan. and Or maybe Roderick I don't know if Roderick Strong was ever in Japan, but I do know that AJ Styles was never in NXT. Um, now, AJ versus Shinsuke is a match on itself. Roderick Strong into the mix is like, mm, you've already wrecking this perfect blended drink. What are you throwing in here? But um, not a bad match, but uh, (laughs) but always you know entertained by Sammy Callahan.
0: Uh, Sammy Zane, you mean Sammy Zane?
1: You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yes, yes, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's become a good manager. I'm sure he doesn't like being a manager, but at the same time, if that's what they want you to do, and you don't have to take bumps, then do it, man, and rest up your body.
1: that's right. If but, they want you to do Goat Boy sketch in the fucking second last <laughs> sketch of the night on the show, you're going to fucking take that gig even though you'll be gone a year later. <laughs> so, But the good news is you'll be doing Goat Boy the rest of your fucking life. That's right. Exactly. It's exactly like wrestling. So anyways, <laughs> why would Norm want to talk about that? Um,
0: I don't know. You You ask him. We're still friends. I would suggest you get them, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you like rent over a studio or go to a room or somewhere that doesn't have a fucking dog wandering around in the <laughs> background when <laughs> like you're
1: interviewing them. Um.
0: Hold on, Norm. Just give me a second. I just have to let the dog out your shit.
1: Hey. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, <laughs> So AJ Styles versus Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, it, this was an all right match too. Uh, yeah, it was a first, good match. Yeah, at first I was like, I, like I thought that like with the girls' match, and then this match followed. I was like, okay, we're off to the races. This is a good Survivor Series so far, and uh, I was looking forward to where it was going, and then um, I don't understand why the NXT Championship match was not on Takeover. Like, why the fuck is it on Survivor Series? Like, I didn't... Do we need all the belts defended? I thought the Survivor Series was about brand versus brand. Or, tr- 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 like, you know, like, you know, teams versus teams. So, I yeah, don't... Yeah,
0: well, they had, they had these guys in... Well, like, Adam Cole was in War Games, and I think Pete, yeah, Pete Dunne was in a match, too. Yeah, like... Yeah, this match really – this was a good match, but it really didn't need to be on the show. <laughs> That's what I
1: felt. I felt this match was – it was long. It felt long, but it mm-hmm. was It was great. Like, I know what these guys can do because fucking number one, I've been watching them in the indies for years, but at the same time um, – you know, I was, I was, I was, but at the same time – well, hold on. Um, you know, I know what they can do, but I thought, why isn't this on takeover why am I watching it now? It's it's just an NXT championship match. It doesn't fit the Survivor Series thing. But then again, if they're going to do the WWE championship match, and then I guess if they're they're trying to elevate the brand, so it should be on. Okay. And so I've just debated and talked myself out of my opinion. All right. Um. Yeah, and it's a it was a great match, but uh, in the end, uh, it might have been the first time that I dozed off when I was watching this uh you know, at three <laughs> or four in the morning um uh-huh. but but uh you know the oh yeah, wow. like the the to Panama be fair to those guys you do tend to fall
0: asleep watching wrestling wrestling quite
1: often. wrestling does make me fall asleep, but then I go to bed and I have dreams of wrestlers in my mind um <laughs> now in this match that I dreamt of, uh, the Panama sunrise bump on the ring apron was uh insane. But yeah, I, always cool. get, I always get that mixed. I get the Panama Sunrise mixed up with the uh, Canadian Destroyer.
0: They're basically the same move. He just does a hop at the beginning.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, yeah, so so then the next match was... Oh, oh fuck. Okay. Was Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. Now, look, I like The Fiend. I like almost everything that they've done with him. I love Bray Wyatt. I like the fact that, you know... Um, well, I wish I wish they would have went the what direction I would have want them to go was like more like have Bray Wyatt not like Bri, like Bray Wyatt knows of the fiend and because uh, he but but the thing is is like he doesn't know what the fiend has done. like when Seth Rollins came in and beat him up and he was like, why, why Seth why? And you know because but he's just personalities. You don't remember what one's done to the you know, but they do talk to each other. A court, well, I don't know. This is what... You ever see the movie Split? No. No. Well, um, James McVoy is a great actor, and he plays this guy with all these different personalities, and the personalities do take do talk each other, to each other, and one of the personalities is like the the ringleader. Um, anyways, I just think that maybe Bray Wyatt even has more than two personalities. He could have more personalities. He's fucked up. But anyways, I hate watching it through the fucking red red fucking stripper view or camera like the red light i don't. every time it comes on i want to sing mcmahon you don't have to put on the red light you know because it bothers the fuck out of me jeff
0: yes i don't like it either i don't think anybody likes it um, i think
1: i think it's given me i think it was giving me a little bit of a headache
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah i, I don't uh, i don't blame you no it's not yeah, you just went over the top with that stuff. Sometimes they overthink things, and uh, yeah, the red light does not need to be there.
1: How are they gonna do? How are they gonna make it a red light at WrestleMania in a fucking outside gig?
0: Yeah,
1: are they gonna turn the sky red? How are they gonna do that? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? They gonna put I'm fucking sure. red filters on all the spotlights for one match? And then take them all off. <laughs> like I'm, oh, fuck. I, I I don't even want to give them ideas what to do because I don't want it to happen because I don't they're want. They're
0: not to... listening to this podcast, Casey.
1: You do not know who listens to this podcast. All right, you do not know that <laughs> millions of people. <laughs> My
0: good friend Norm McDonald listens to this podcast. He
1: might listen to it today. He said he might give it a listen. Um, <laughs> you no, know, he did not say that. I didn't even... He does know that I do a wrestling podcast. But however, he doesn't endorse it on stage like he does with Matty Billen's podcast. He know, <laughs> he told the crowd to check out Matty Billen's fucking uh, YouTube page. YouTube uh, oh, show. Well, oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, and Matt says like they talk about they talk about the stuff, and he tells and like and Norm has has punched up jokes for him and helped them. So Norm loves it because he loves conspiracies too. So, <laughs> anyways, th- again, uh, information that you people do not need to know. Uh we are we're actually we're talking about oh, Norm, Nor- oh, Casey just said you people. Oh, oh, oh boy, did I ever <laughs> you kind folk. Um <laughs> what I'm saying is uh we're talking about Norman the Lunatic, who is also mucka singh, a very popular wrestler here in Calgary right now. <laughs> and uh you might know him as Bastion Booger. Uh met him one time, by the way, as well. Uh, Very sad story, though. So, um, (laughs) also, here's another name drop. Uh, When I was having breakfast with Ted DiBiase one time, a guy Mm -hmm. came up to our table and told us that the Bastion Booger, Mike Shaw, uh, played on his softball team. Um, The only problem with the the conversation was uh, Mike Shaw had been dead for like five, six years when this guy told us this. (laughs) So some guy is saying that he's fucking Mashing Booger, is playing softball in uh, New Jersey, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently he's pretty good. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's, uh, maybe he's playing with Sid. So uh, the Fiend defeated uh, Daniel Bryan, but the interesting thing in this match was uh, Daniel Bryan uh, did some yes chants in this match. So,
0: yes, mm-hmm. he, he summoned the power of the Yes Movement. Yeah, I believe they said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So does that mean that uh, he is? Will he be going? To, will he be going face? Turning face again, or what is gonna no, happen? I think
0: he's already face. He's just not doing the yes stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So they didn't give him the belt because they would have had to make it biodegradable again. So uh, the fiend held on to the uh, the the match. And you know what else he did not do? They remember that uh remember at Summerslam where he just broke the guy's neck? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: They didn't do that to Daniel Bryan. So <laughs> but I did notice that Daniel Bryan had a pole with him, right? And I was like, Oh boy, I can smell a ball shot coming up in this match. So, you know, as we know what I feel about ball shots in matches. Um but yeah, still not be despite the the red sky. Um uh, Decent match, all right. It's not bad. They keep the fiend strong. So, and uh, Daniel Bryan can lose a million matches. And he's still going to be Daniel Bryan, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah. He
0: doesn't. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Exactly. You can beat him, to powder, and he's still a Daniel Bryan. He's always going to be over. He's always going to be an amazing wrestler. So.
1: Yeah. Now this one is um, with the next match was the uh, was Team Raw versus Team NXT, NXT versus Team SmackDown. The traditional Survivor Series match, and I will say, um, you now at all these times, they're all triple threat matches. So there's always three guys going at the ring at once. So it's not it, it's not your actually traditional match, but however, if you get pinned, you do have to leave. And um, I'll say the greatest Survivor Series match I've ever seen was it was a couple years ago. Well, a couple of my favorite matches, maybe couple of years ago, uh, Survivor Series in Toronto, that five on five, Jeff. I know, um well, you missed it, but um, yes, I did miss it. Yeah,
0: I like to brag about that because I thought it was going to suck, and you said it'd be good, and then it was amazing, and you yeah. got to see Shane McMahon almost
1: killed. Dude, again. that's <laughs> exactly that's what happened in the match. Like that five on five was the second last match and was the greatest fucking. It might have been the greatest match I had ever seen in Survivor Series history. And then followed up by the Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match, which was equally as good, yet uh, a fraction of the time, uh, was amazing. So let's see how this match... These these teams are good. Like Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. Ricochet, fuck, he just wants to be Iron Man. Like... (laughs) They keep on dressing him up in more robotic fucking outfits. Pretty soon he's going to take Mustafa Ali's fucking face mask and put that on, you know, and run around like me with my fucking lights into the house like I'm Iron Man. But um, but these, it's still a good team, uh, but Kevin Owens is the question mark in this team. Uh, so then the next team, Roman Reigns, King Corbin, <laughs> uh, Shorty G. And King Corbin thinks it's his team. So Mustafa Ali in his hometown, Braun Strowman, and then we got uh, Ciampa and uh, Damian Priest. Uh, I don't know about Damian Priest. If he, well, that's isn't that uh, Truth Martinez? Is that what he was like? He was somewhere else in in uh, Ring of Honor.
0: Uh, I couldn't tell you. You're a bigger wrestling fan than I am. Okay, so I, he might have been. But I like WWE, and that's about. That's
1: about it. Yes. These guys, none of these people existed until until they, until they you saw them. <laughs> but Thanks. Walter, who I, I've told you about Walter for years before he got to the WWE.
0: Yeah, he's great, and he got jobs to fuck out in this match.
1: That's what pissed me off about this match. Uh, Matt Riddle at the very start, um, he's already over with the fans. They were chanting Goldberg at Matt Riddle, and then he kicks off his flip-flops, and they both fucking hit one guy on each of on, on, on the other teams. And I thought that was fucking funny, even though it was unintentional. And Keith Lee's a beast. Uh, so I gotta yeah, tell Keith you, Lee's great. I actually think that the best team is the NXT team, with especially I think like Walter, Riddle, Lee, and Ciampa. Not so much Damian Priest, but like those other guys are all fucking great. And uh, you know, and and what do you think of this match? Besides Walter uh, eliminated early, was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: I thought, it, I thought it was a good match. I thought they, uh, yeah, I didn't like Walter going out way too early. I think they, yeah, they did a good job making Keith Lee. Again, it's just um, these, like, almost every match being, like, with three people in at the same time, it was overkill and it, you know, it didn't make sense. Another thing that didn't make sense, if you want to go from, like, a cave point of view, is it, even though it you know, uh, so NXT and Raw and SmackDown—they're all fighting. So NXT books itself into a war, war game match the night before they're <laughs> supposed to battle these two other brands. Like yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: Yeah, and, the, and, and 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 they constantly, they constantly mention that throughout the night. <laughs> like this person was in a war games match. You know, or and, and you know, it was and it was not. It wasn't JR, but they did constantly mention it time and time again throughout the night to be like, "Oh, even though if this person leaves, let's remember that they just had a War Games match the night before." You know, um, and it, and of course, this match bothered me because fucking Corbin is a long time in the match, and <laughs> um, you know, but a lot of potential. Like sometimes these matches set up feuds in the future, and uh, there's potential so much potential with NXT being a main brand now and what they can do on future pay-per views um is what I liked what they did on this and and in the end Smackdown one of course it's actually it is a surprise to me that uh you know in the end it was Roman reigns and uh and that was a bit of a surprise to me because you know, sometimes you think they're getting away from Roman Reigns. You know, because let's look at, like, it's the anniversary, what, the 10-year anniversary of The Shield this year mm-hmm. or next year? And that's something that <laughs> I know. The fucking dog, he's, like, got a lollipop and a fucking on the floor. and just Yeah. <laughs> Molly, can you, you lie a, down? What
0: kind of a dog is
1: it? A dog with fucking Freddy Krueger nails. <laughs> Molly's out of control. Molly, go do some Molly. Get out of here. Go lie Stop down. I'm
0: telling the dog to do drugs.
1: Molly, you're nothing but a, a headache right now. Go lie down. <laughs> Seriously, we got five more minutes. So try, let me close this up, and then I'll put you back outside. He wants to go outside because he wants another treat. Anyways, <laughs> not. I know your psychology, dog. I know it. It's a simple psychology. Now, hey, um... Roman Reigns delivers a spear for the win and ends it for SmackDown to beat Raw and uh, NXT, which is a big match for SmackDown to win. Um, as much as I love that ACDC song, I don't like it for entrance music. <laughs> I'll say that. It's it's too slow, you know. Uh, the only worst entrance music I can think is that from a team that I love is the Heart Foundation, the new Heart Foundation. I hate their entrance music. <laughs> it sounds like to me every time I hear it, it sounds like the lounge music that's being played in the movie Vacation where Chevy Chase goes to seduce um uh what's her name? Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. In that scene. There's this like it's just this lounge music that they're walking into. I hate it. Anyways, that's MLW. That's not WWE. Um for me, this match was probably my least favorite on the show so far. But I just... There are too many guys. As much as there are a lot of guys in it that I like, there are just a lot of people that I just don't care about in it. And, um, you know, like, I'm not a big Shorty shorty G guy. Or I'm not a big, you know... It's just, eh, whatever. But the match was, um, was, was all right. It's just... I just thought, you know... Uh, yeah, Walter going out to start was bullshit. And Corbin being in there the whole fucking time, like, they're really gonna shove Corbin down our throats forever. I well, feel like
0: I think, I think he's, you know, he's a heel that doesn't mind being hated, and he he has, he really does have heat, which is hard to get nowadays. So
1: well, and maybe you know, I don't ever think I'll come around on him because of the name issue, but um, <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I, I was recently at the New Japan show in in uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, Jay White who I've never liked because he looked like John Cusack. He's too much of a baby face to be a heel bullet club leader. But um, long story short, he's growing all this facial hair, and now he looks nothing like John Cusack. And he's a total fucking heel, and he was so great that I think, okay, I, I might have changed my opinion on Jay White and uh, and him being top guy. So anyways, that uh, will never happen with Corbin. I'll just tell you that right now. Here we go. Brock Lesnar versus uh, Rey Mysterio. and Or maybe, did Rey Mysterio have a pole? Did somebody have a pole or something in this match? Uh, Rey Mysterio had a
0: pipe. That,
1: That's looked, was, looked,
0: that was it. it.
1: Looked, yeah.
0: It looked very fake. Yes. <laughs> Even for, w, for WWE, with all their production value and everything, it looked like a fucking cardboard tube.
1: Yeah. And what did you think of this match? Like...
0: Uh, I, I you know, I would have liked it to, to have gone a little bit longer just because they can do stuff, but that that sequence where they both splash him like I mean that was the pop of the night and they actually had people buying into Ray beating Brock Lesnar, which we know would never happen so well yeah, I, n- well yeah.
1: don't I, not that it would never happen mm-hmm. because every most well do you think that most people because like I think it could happen because I know. That Ray Mysterio beat Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. So if he can beat Kevin Nash in the heyday, why can't Ray Mysterio beat Brock Lesnar? And when they're both old, yeah, it seems logical that it could happen. He did even mention that he was thinking about taking off the mask, and I was like, because Ray Ray, without the mask, beat Kevin Nash when he was in the NWO. Um, now, with that said, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it was great, like. And then the kid gets involved, and you know the kid, you know he uh, delivers that the fucking, oh, of course the Eddie Guerrero spot, the big frog splash, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was decent. It was decent. Like the kid, you know, it's like, like you know, it's like they're bringing in what gold. It's not like they he brought in a Goldberg's kid again. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this kid's chubby, <laughs> but he's a fairly big kid, and he's been in such a storyline so far, you know. I, I wonder if he be, if he wants to be a wrestler. I guess he's in the storyline because he does want to be a wrestler. He's
0: yeah. Well, if he's like flying around and taking bumps, yeah, I assume he would would want to.
1: So um, you know. And he's
0: actually good. He's not talking David
1: Flair, so that's good. What are you trying to tell me that David Flair was not good? <laughs> David Flair was horrible. You don't. Listen, you fuck, you don't get to take Stacey Keebler's virginity unless you're good at something. <laughs> Being Ric Flair's son. Yeah, yeah, well, his other son wasn't so good at that, so. <laughs> that is horrible. Jeff, why would you say such a thing? Uh, <laughs> just as we're almost done.
0: I did not done. say that. I did <clears> not say throat>
1: that. Throat> um, Lesnar defeats Mysterio, of course. So now we're at yeah.
0: It was a good match. I would have liked it to be a little bit longer, but yeah, it was everything Brock does. I'm sure Heyman lays it all out. It always makes sense. It's always good. It's always shorter uh, because these shows go so damn long. The crowd is almost burned out by the end of it. Yeah. So yeah, you're supposed to like don't have a 20 minute match. We're gonna see what happens in the main event when you try and go too long. It's three and a half hours into a show, like the crowd is just dead,
1: yeah. But I will tell you, probably again, uh, one of my favorite matches of the night, right here. Uh, the women, uh, I, I, you like this match? Oh, wow. Well, come on, you know how much I love Shayna Brazler, mm-hmm. and this is her opportunity. Like, even when you look at the front, the look and she's Shayna's out front, you know, the idea of putting Shayna and Becky together, they can do magic, and I knew that was gonna happen. And you know what? I okay, I wanted Bailey to turn heel for the longest time, but I don't like her new hairdo. I just wanted to take her fucking hairdo out of the fucking ponytail. <laughs> you know, and have well, long hair. A
0: heel. You're not supposed to like her hair.
1: Yeah, she looks like somebody's aunt. She doesn't look like <laughs> Bailey, you know. She looks like fucking you know. Anyway, uh, I've always been a Bailey fan. I know she can go. I know these three uh we're gonna have a good match. And it's again you know, it's not. I like that it's not even a big deal that the women are starting and closing the fucking thing. Like, it's not like two years ago. You know, yeah, where yeah. it's but but this is WrestleMania has proven the women can be in the main event and it can and it can be like that. And uh, and that and I was very happy to see that this was in the main event. And uh, you know, even though we all know that. Out of the three of them, the most liked is my least one, favorite one out of the three. Um, but decent, decent match though, and I thought it was uh, a fairly yeah, good. Yeah, just
0: it was in the wrong position. They should yeah. not have uh, followed
1: Ray and uh, No Lesnar. Yeah, because the crowd was dead. Uh, no, I was glad that it, it main evented, but um, again, the match might have been a little flat because, uh, you know the. They're concerned with keeping Becky strong at the same time. So because they constantly, you know, while Shayna won, they constantly mention that, oh, well, remember, Becky did not get pinned, uh, you know, by a Henny, <laughs> So it's just like, okay, we get it. But um, I'm just happy that they're bringing, you know, that Shayna Brazler, because look at after WrestleMania, she, you know, you think that she's going to come up. And she doesn't come up. They don't bring her up. They give her another NXT title run. So, and it's just like, fuck, you know. But, hey, she doesn't have to wait a full year. She's up. Things have changed. And she's up. And I think that's great. Because I think she's one of the best women wrestlers out there. But there are so many great women wrestlers. Like.
0: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a gold age for women's wrestling. Uh, in WWE, I'd say, yeah, AEW, I'd i don't know some of their roster but wwe it's incredible yeah
1: i i agree i agree well aew you know another time another place uh, uh another conversation for that jeff uh we're pretty much wrapped up here we've gone over time but we all know that fucking 20 minutes of that was molly tap dancing yes, um, yeah yeah no,
0: yeah. i can see you going into your uh segue because the dog has to shit again yes i can
1: no 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 the dog the dog's gone the dogs. The why? He went and lay. Went and down. He, uh, you know, what? the dog doesn't bark, so I'm happy about that. My God, jeepers! Uh, that's good. That's good.
0: That's 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 the gold standard in podcasting, right there. Is there's not a dog barking in the background, just loudly walking around and
1: wagging its tail. Up. Okay, Do you have time to break the truth. I've been using sound effects on uh, my garage band that I've had open the whole time. There's no dog here. I'm by myself in a basement. Um, I was uh, using the dog noises to cover up for the, the drying machine that I'm sleeping beside of. And because um, I'm a successful Canadian entertainer. So, you know, so yeah. There you go. Yeah. There was, uh, I was going to go with other sounds. There was like dog hooves. Um, you know, werewolf howl. I was gonna maybe throw one of those in, but mm-hmm. uh, but I did not. So, um, with that said, I have not seen Raw yet, and um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was good or not, but uh, I don't have time right now because I got to get ready, and I got to go to do a show. No, I don't. You have to. Um, it's only three o'clock here, so. Uh, yeah, I guess I am gonna watch. Well. What am I going to watch? Takeover or Raw? I don't know. I think I'm going to watch some woke culture. One thing I know is I'm going to watch some wrestling. Um, Jeff, what are you doing right now? <laughs>
0: I was listening to you debate what you were going to do after this. Is what I, was
1: I figured it out. <laughs>
0: uh uh nothing i'm going to see uh my friend it's lonely it's uh lonely at the crib right now i don't have a dog or anything so get home soon and get home safe
1: yeah 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 well you, well, you know you know i'm sure he fucking you know he, he can find a, a mouse somewhere there. there i'm sure there's you know
0: <laughs> uh yeah we still have a few of those yeah well i'm
1: ha- how, how, where are the Irish Spring bars, Jeff? Have you put any of the Irish Spring bars around uh, your they are, they are still,
0: uh, They are still on the counter because you read an old wives' tale about how uh, a goddamn Irish Spring can uh, get mice away, and then our whole fucking apartment smelled like Irish Spring for two days, and then thankfully that subsided.
1: But oh, fucking room
0: still smells like it. So.
1: Well, yeah, because I'm trying to keep the mice out, Jeff. And it's not some old wise tale. It's Google. So Google is not even old. It's brand new. Um, Jeff, tell the people where they can find you, uh, whether it be online or uh, upcoming shows. What do you got going on?
0: Uh, well, you can uh, – I already did that plug while you were uh, letting the dog in, I believe, so. Uh... I'm at JeffMcHenry.com. J-E-F-F-M-C-E-N-E-R-Y. Uh, uh, dot com. Uh, that my name on Twitter and Facebook and all that uh, all that good stuff. And, um, um, yeah. One, once again, uh, just before we leave, uh, Casey Corbin made a joke about Reed Flair being dead. Uh, it's been wonderful to be here. And, Jesus uh,
1: Christ, Jeff! I don't even remember that.
0: <laughs> it was like ten minutes ago.
1: Yeah, but I also talked about Molly for twenty more minutes, so people <laughs> will forget about it. Damn it! Uh, no, it turns no out buddy. That, Thank you for having me. Yeah, Molly is the drug that I'm on right now while I'm playing Garage Band. <laughs> I love everything right now in the world. Um, <laughs> I love. I love them, uh, my Callaway documentary, uh, where they're like Buzz Sawyer, great in the ring, not great in life. <laughs> <laughs> so they came up with short in life. I'm like, oh, fuck. But then he didn't say anything bad about Jake the Snake. I'm like, oh, so we, well, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, so he must have been a really bad guy. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. So, anyways, um, hey, folks, you can, uh, if you're listening to the show this week, and you're wondering uh, where can I find Casey Corbin? Uh, is he in Vancouver, where I am? Pretty close. Hop on the SkyTrain, head headed to New Westminster, Vancouver area, and I'll be at Laugh Lines headlining this weekend. Uh, Saturday night show sold out. Come on out to the Friday night show, say hello, um, or I've called and demand they add another show Saturday night. Um, also, if you were in Brandon, Manitoba, the weekend after that. Uh, I will be in Brandon, Manitoba doing some comedy somewhere at a hotel for three nights. (laughs) Don't remember what it's called, but, uh, you know, should be looking it up right now because the person that booked me is going to hear this podcast. So, um, let me see where that is um yeah, god damn it i have now i have to go in my email and go look at where it is and think about it in two weeks yeah, you know what we're going to post that on the uh on the on casey corbin instagram or the talking wrestling instagram we'll post that a little later we'll post it on the twitter on the tnw pod twitter we'll post it on all the tnw things where i am where i am on upcoming dates um, and uh, but you can find me on all those places the socials that we mentioned at the start of the show. Uh, you can find Casey Corbin as well. I'm uh, Google's number one Casey Corbin, pay no attention to all the other imitators. Um, with that said, thank you for letting us put a headlocker in your ears. Thank you for Jeff McHenry for flying across the country and joining me uh, in studio today. And You're uh, and uh yeah and we will uh we'll talk to you next week here on uh, talking wrestling have a great one and goodbye awesome oh fuck i didn't hit record